At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another hour of Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. There's not as much going on as we've had in previous Sundays, but still, we're here to take you through all the live action going on in the college basketball, the NBA, the golf. Uh, we have Jeff Parles, who will be back with us in about 15 minutes over at South Point. I'm Ben Wilson at Circa in downtown Las Vegas. Danny Burke from Chicago, who joins us. Uh, Danny, you and I, we're going to get to, uh, as we get into our post-Super Bowl plans, you and I will be working together uh, four hours every Saturday and Sunday. So I'm, I'm pumped to be with you, man. Uh, because I know we, we each have kind of a different portfolio of things that we're sweating at once, which is nice because we'll end up covering <laughs> basically everything, right? When, once things are all said and done. So that'll be a blast, man. Exactly. Yeah, looking forward to it. We got a variety of uh, our plays, to say the least. It'll be uh, all over the place in a good way, though. And, you know, keeping it informative, yes. yet entertaining uh, simultaneously. So, no, it's going to be awesome, man. Looking forward to it. A potpourri. Uh, so, so to speak, of what, uh, what will be coming <laughs> later, later on uh, this uh, post uh, later on this month, post NFL season, the latest updates right now, one NBA game about to tip off Cleveland and Indiana late movement to the over total has risen from 225 and a half on the opener. Now as high as 228 in some shops, you can still find 227s or 227s and a halves, depending on where you're looking at Cavaliers opening four and a half point road favorites now down to four on the side, Karis Levert out before that game, you get Cleveland coming in fifth place in the East at 32 and 22 against an Indiana team right on the bubble for that play in tournament 25 and 29 and 10th in the East. Each team coming off wins from a couple days ago. Pacers upset the Kings Friday night at home while the Cavs had a nice outright upset at home against Memphis. Uh, that game about to tip off. So Danny, no plays for either of us. You were you were leaning, though, Cavs pregame uh, and I'm leaning over. So it sounds like we're both in the in the boat, though, of. Now let's let's wait, see what we get to, on an in-game perspective. I will be looking to go in-game over if we get a slow uh, slow start shooting-wise and maybe, Danny, uh, a little look at the Cavs here if they fall behind early. That's the plan? Yeah, for sure. And look, Karis LeVert, him being out, certainly offensively, it's not ideal to have him absent from the game, but you're not really missing too much in terms of what defense he brings to the floor. And if you're someone who looks deeper into the stats, like efficiency differential with his on and off numbers, LeVert's actually minus six and a half with his efficiency differential and his expected W, meaning wins throughout a course of an 82-game season with him on the floor and off, it's minus 15. So uh, statistically speaking, it shouldn't be that big of an impact in terms 
terms of the efficiency for him being off the floor. So again, maybe a reason to look at a bargain of a price for Cleveland where they would typically be laying a little bit more. Uh, again, you would think then, all right, Danny, why aren't you laying four? I'm just someone because of the volatility of NBA games and all the shenanigans that happen toward the end of these events. I like to try to get a cheaper money line price. So I think we'll get that here with an Indiana team that does play better at home, probably will come out looking fairly strong and then get a better price on Cleveland. And that's what I'm looking to attack, Ben. And it's a really good uh, piece of advice, too, for betters that you can look it's pretty easy to too, to look up on you know, NBA.com has all their mm -hmm. advanced stats. You can look at the on off court numbers for when players are, especially when players are ruled out or inactive with how many injuries there are in the NBA. Uh, that's, a, that's a great nugget. Uh, if you look at the at the uh, Cleveland side there, with or without Karis LeVert on the floor, kind of a surprising number uh, at face value. But again, you dig deeper, and there are. It's not necessarily a, a ginormous loss, and that's also reflected in the betting market. Has only moved to the over. Hasn't really changed much on the side. Couple people, at least some nibbles on the underdog there, Cleveland and Indiana. For the college basketball right now, one final score to update you on: Wichita State gets a scare in the second half, but does cover. After leading by 20 early in the game against Tulsa, Wichita State 86, Tulsa 75. Shockers cover all numbers, laying five and a half or six. Game goes over a pretty high total of either 138 and a half, as high as 139 and a half in the market. As Wichita State gets back over 500 at 12 and 11, they're at the uh, the under four media timeout in Lincoln, Nebraska. Danny's Cornhuskers are up 37-22 <laughs> and are now laying eight and a half live. 139 and a half is the updated total. Uh, Nebraska went off in this game, catching four and a half or five, 136 and a half was the total. So we're pacing slightly to the over, but uh, the guy I keep noticing on my screen, it is the, the sensation Casey Tomenaga, six of seven from the field, Danny, 14 points, two of three from three dude can't miss. It's hard to lose when, uh, when you got a sharpshooter who just cannot miss and Nebraska is 15 of 23 now from the field in the first half. No kidding, man. I mean, you'd think at some point, not only him, but Nebraska would slow down, but still shooting over 65%. And you and I are starting to now uh, pay a little bit more attention to this game. And it's just left and right. Nebraska is getting these wide open opportunities. And it's not like Penn State's necessarily turning the ball over. They have five turnovers compared to, uh, to Nebraska's two, which isn't ideal, but it's not detrimental. It's just Nebraska has been great in transition pushing the ball immediately, finding it down low or getting the sharpshooters out deep. So again, like we said, realistically, Nebraska is going to come back down to reality. But now that you're coming toward the end of the first half with a 15 point lead, it may end up around there. Uh, you're, you're certainly not as convinced to look on the side of the Nittany Lions. But Ben, I have seen the number as high as nine in the hook. And if there is a team that's going to make it uh, closer and a bigger sweat than it needs to be, probably going to be the Cornhuskers. But I also wouldn't be, and you made a good point about this when you were talking about it earlier, looking at this total and perhaps trying to capitalize on that going toward the under, I'm seeing 140 and a half. I think when you were talking about it, it was like 142 and a hook. Again, if you yeah. think Nebraska comes back down to what the, where they should be, that's going to lower the scoring on their side. They're not going to be getting that many points, and Penn State's going to probably slowly climb back into the game. So if you don't want to fully invest in Penn State, I think the under is probably an overall good option too. Yeah, numbers I'm seeing, yeah, 140, 140 and a half. Some of the books, at least where I'm at here in Nevada, are showing 139 and a half. So there still are those opportunities right now with the game. Uh, inflated a little bit based on that pregame total of that 136 and a half range. While we have a few minutes, so Danny, because you and I weren't, this is our only chance to get to talk the Super Bowl together. Uh, I'll be doing Lombardi line throughout the week and Pro Football Blitz with Mike Pritchard. Danny, you've got the Beeson Pro Football Betting Podcast, uh, latest episode out now. You're with Mike Palm, just talking about the uh, the procedural things from a bookmaking perspective. Mike Palm, head of uh, VP of Operations at Circa as well as the Dean Golden Gate here in downtown Las Vegas. I need your thoughts though on the game, man. We've had a big swing in the betting market from Chiefs laying as high as two and a half on the opener last Sunday night, getting as high as Philadelphia minus two and a half. It's settled back down now. Most books have the Eagles laying a point and a half at South Point where Jeff is at here in Las Vegas. That's the high watermark right now. Eagles minus two total anywhere from 50 to 50 and a half. Uh, how are you feeling as far uh, as far as value goes on the overall side uh, standpoint here, Danny? Yeah, I kind of thought that this was going to open with Kansas, either at a pick them or probably like Kansas City minus one or minus one in the hook. And I know you mentioned like Circa, for example, did have Kansas City at minus two in the hook. And I asked Mike Palm about that on the podcast. And he said, well, 
a big reason why we did that is because of the liability that we have on Kansas City. They had a guy take a pretty sizable bet on the Chiefs at 10 to 1, I think, was the number to win the Super Bowl back in the offseason. So they're trying to get a little bit of that Eagles money right away to even it out. And that's something you got to keep in mind, too, when these numbers are going back and forth as we get closer and closer toward game time. But in, in terms of my overall thoughts, Ben, I do like the Chiefs here. And it, it's kind of funny. Like when I've talked about this game, I'm making all these points, and it would seem to lead you to believe that I would want to bet Philadelphia because statistically speaking, I mean, they have the advantages. They've been the better team pound for pound position for position. Again, they have the advantages except in arguably the two most important spots, which would be to me at least and to a lot of people would be quarterback, but also head coach, right? I mean, this is Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes third Super Bowl appearance. And yeah, I, I'm not going to completely hang my hat on the argument of the strength of schedule and that narrative, because let's be honest, Philadelphia does have a great team and they have shown they are arguably the best team in the National Football League. But I think more so it's of the argument that they haven't had the adversity to deal with, really. They haven't had their backs completely pushed up against the wall and been battle-tested, not only this season, but even last year, too, with a new coach and a new starting quarterback. And I love Jalen Hurts. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the guy, and I think they're going to do great things. But, I mean, catching points with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, it's hard to pass that up. And I do think it's going to be a struggle from time to time for this Kansas City offense because of how great the secondary is with Philly. But hopefully they can get an efficient enough running game against a weaker run defense, then set up the other opportunities in the passing game. You know, Mahomes is still going to be a little bit hobbled, but I think they're going to be able with all the adrenaline, whatever they're going to be doing with his ankle right away, hopefully get up to an early lead. Then the pressure gets put on Jalen Hurts and company, a team that loves to run the ball. And if they can't do that the whole way, or if Kansas City's defense can contain that, well, then you're going to be forced to throw it. And again, they have great receivers. Hurts has been really solid in the passing effort, but it hasn't been when the pressure has been amounted up so much. It's been when they've been laid back and comfortable and now you're stepping up to a different class against Patrick Mahomes and company. I just think the Chiefs have that experience and they've been chiseled with the adversity and battle tested up into this point, Ben. I get it. It's going to be a game too from the side perspective. You get a lot of respected opinion on both sides. The way I view the game, you have a Philadelphia team that is the more complete team, top to bottom, one through 53 on sure. the roster. The numbers bear that out. The, like, the experience, even if, like you say, haven't been a ton of games with adversity, but the way they have beaten up on uh, whatever the schedule was that was in front of them has been incredibly impressive. Uh, yet, Pat, But Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the game. So it's that classic uh, walking the, the fine line of which of those things ends up bearing out and, and having more importance. Uh, Danny, I look at it and see two, you know, two pretty good matchups in the trenches here and give a big edge to the Philadelphia Eagles on the defensive line with how the, the way they're able to get after the passer create difficult passing lanes and just in general, comfortable pockets for opposing quarterbacks and also the trust of the Philly O-line to open up holes in the run game and allow Jalen Hurts to be comfortable. So that, that's why I lean uh, toward Philadelphia. I made a small bet on, on the opener when it was at minus one on Philadelphia as it was quickly moving. And, uh, but I also have some props too on, on KC that we're going to talk about a little bit later. So hey, it's not a bad thing, Danny, for you and I to be, uh, to be oppo here going into what should be a very, very good tight game. Hey, one of us is going to be happy. You got to imagine at the end of it. So uh, it just depends who you want to go with at that point. But as long as There's one no of us ties is cashed in, the Super Bowl, in Danny, we'll be... so yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, well, we will. Yeah, so somebody's got to win. Somebody has to lose. Uh, we'll, we'll get to as, as we continue on in the show. Jeff Parles will rejoin us next. We'll get his thoughts uh, as, as far as the bets he's made on the Super Bowl so far. We've got also a lot of other things to update you on halftime in Lincoln, Nebraska. We'll get a halftime update there next. The leaders are about to tee off in Pebble Beach starting their fourth and final round. That is all coming your way next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back with Danny Burke from Chicago, and Jeff Parles rejoins us from the South Point. I'm Ben Wilson at the Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Do we have a hot dog controversy over there, Jeff? No, the, no, the it's, just, a, it's just a normal Ortega thing where... Brian Ortega would be shunned by the entire city of Chicago. You know what? what? I, don't ha- I don't care. You know I know what? you don't care. I, I'm a Packer fan. I never need to go to Chicago in my entire life. No, I, look, I know you don't care. You've made that loud and clear Thank over you. the last few months. Catch <laughs> up on the hot dog for Ortega. That's what we're yes, look, that's what uh, You know, we've the, been over this. Famous, He's a Packers uh, fan. Yeah. I, and it's not to diss Ben. It's not to diss Ben. I, I, I'm not sure what Ben's hot dog ratio and his condiments look like, but uh, yeah, Ortega's already solidified his position. Uh, you got to check it out, though. Come on, Ortega. You can't judge from afar, baby. You got to see what the city has to offer. Some quality hot dogs, good ingredients, good views. I've heard I've heard they have fantastic steak, like one of the number one places in the world for steak. Also, great high end cuisine is in Chicago. But I mean, as All long right, as it's no, not raining or foggy, no. maybe you know I might be able to fly in someday. <laughs> okay, as a Wisconsinite who spent the first eighteen years of my life living in close proximity to Chicago, I, I will say there is nothing better in the hot dog sphere than a Chicago style hot dog. Okay, we can. That's a that's a that statement is a, a true statement. Even if you're a uh, diehard Wisconsinite and uh, Packer fan, you just you wash you know you have your Chicago dog, have some curds on the side, and we're good to go. Anyway, now that exactly. Brian, now that Brian Ortega has said his piece on the ketchup on the hot dog, uh, we move on because hey Jeff, we've got a halftime line here in the basketball. How about this, guys? For Penn State, if you were to take out Seth Lundy in the first half so far, Penn State would be shooting. It would be six of 23 from the field and one of 11 from three right now down 37, 28 to Nebraska. And it probably based on how we've watched this so far, Jeff, I'd, I'd be willing to say it probably should be worse for the Nittany lions to only be down nine to a Nebraska team shooting 56% from the field behind 14 points from Casey Tony Naga right now. Uh, so it's a nine point game, Penn state laying five and a half for the second half line. So down to plus four and a half in game 72 and a half is your total. 137 and a half for the game. That's just a, about a point higher than the pregame number, uh, but not as much as I was tempted to start the day wanting to look for Penn state at, a, at an inflated price in game. I have not been convinced and uh, I've not been impressed with what the Nittany Lions are showing in any which way. No, not at all. The only counter to that though, is that Danny Burke's Nebraska ball is shooting 56% from the field and 50% from three. And we know they're terrible offensively. So one thing's got to come back to earth, whether it be Penn State starts shooting the ball better 
or Nebraska starts shooting the ball worse. So I don't mind the Penn State second half bet. Just don't go crazy. Tread carefully here if you're going to take Penn State up. Ben, I'm seeing minus five and a half second half is the predominant number right now. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so we're down to, right. Yep, down to yeah, five and a half, so down to plus three and a half for the game. It's just not a, and again, there were numbers as high as Penn State plus eight and a half uh, earlier on. I would only, I would lean kind of in a similar vein to what Jeff is talking about. I would only, I would look for the second half under, and it looks like most books have adjusted from 72 and a half down to 72, where I'm, I'm not a believer either that Nebraska keeps up the same pace, uh, Danny, but it's also a way to bet this without getting yourself tied up to the Penn State side, uh, so to speak. So, uh Mr. Mr. Nebraska himself. I don't know. What are the odds that we see another, uh, another 37 point performance out of the Huskers in half number two here? Yeah, not quite sure you should bank on that occurring, but yeah, that's what you and I were kind of discussing. The other segment when Jeff was stepping out for a second was looking at this game toward the under. And originally when you said it, it was as high as 142 in the hook. Then when I talked about it, it went down to 140 in the hook. And now you're seeing as low as 137 and a half. So at that point, you got to ask yourself, are you still at a good price for that? Are you still in a good position? Do you think that Penn State will be able to limit Nebraska shooting or will Nebraska just be able to do it to themselves? Uh, Penn State, it, it, kind of like you guys said, I mean, it, it seems like they're very fortunate to only be down nine right now. So have they been getting a little bit lucky? Are their shots going to start coming through? Regardless of what you think about the situation with the number, I do think it is going to be lower scoring. I may just wait to see if it gets back up to the 140s, and that may be my signal to jump in on it. But I do think it's a tad bit more attractive than, like you said, Ben, tying yourself to the Nittany Lions side of things. Because all things have been clicking for Nebraska. It doesn't mean they're going to keep shooting so well. Overall, their defense could keep persisting, too. So uh, you may not get scoring from either sides here in the second half, and it could just be sloppy all around. I'm fairly certain you're not going to get over 65% from the Huskers, but how much can Penn State do damage-wise offensively? Maybe not enough to get over this total. Right. Favorite, at best, most memorable memory, Danny, in your time at Pinnacle Bank Arena would be what? Jeez. I honestly would have to think about that because I only went to a handful of well, basketball games. It's an games easy answer I don't even for Jeff. Know. Jeff and I, as as University of Missouri alums, I mean Jeff, now it's we're, easy we're for on us. the uh, we're mean, on the 12 year anniversary of that yesterday, or excuse me, the 11 yeah. year anniversary of when Mizzou beat Kansas uh, by three on that uh, Saturday before the Giants beat the uh, the Patriots again in the Super Bowl. Yes. Thanks to the heroics of uh, one of Marcus, one, uh, Denman. Marcus Denman late yes. in that game. Yes. Yes. Uh, that, so that's easy. That's an easy answer for for uh, for Jeff and I, Danny, as University of Missouri alums, because I, I mean, I can't think of many uh, great Nebraska basketball moments over the past decade, but there's got to be something. There had to have been a one court storming when you were there. Yeah. And even if there was, I, I didn't. I was definitely not at the game for it. So that was kind of a bummer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, I wasn't going to every basketball game. I mean, you know, I, I when I started going to school there, it was the year after and they made the tournament and got smacked by Oregon, I believe, in the first round. And it's like, all right, sick. The Huskers actually have a decent basketball team. And then they did literally nothing the, the rest of the way. Um, I'm trying to think who the player was. Uh, I can't recall. But we had a little bit of a hot streak going at one point. Nebraska did. And I think it was my senior year. So it was around 2018. I can't remember who they played, but it was a great game. And I was just watching it from home because I, I was talking about this with JBT, like even with the football games, at some point you get older, it's like, I'd just rather hang out at the tailgate or the bar and sit down and watch it as opposed to standing the whole time, having to go all the way to the concessions to get another drink, to get food. Why don't I just be in the comfort with my friends and have everything I need around me instead of forcing myself to stand the whole time? Sounded like an old man yelling at the cloud, but that's the best way say, to watch yeah, games. Danny, you you're allowed to say that once you're, uh, you know, once you're like 25, when you're at college, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I lower that age just to allow Jeff and myself the, uh, the appropriate, <laughs> the appropriate ability to say that. But yeah, when you're in college, come on, man. Uh, I, I don't know what it, there was that, uh, yeah, you, you beat Maryland your senior year, Danny, and Nebraska beat Maryland who was top 40 in the country at the time by four at home. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe that was also they pounded Michigan your senior year. Did they storm the court, Jeff, right. in the yeah, Michigan game? Michigan. I, don't, I, I, I don't remember that. Ben, I do not remember that game at all. I, I got better recall that, yeah. on, than, now, on me on that. 
Look, Ben, I, I can give you I great really... football memories, though. My freshman year when they beat oh, Miami at sorry. home, uh, 2014, and then when Amir oh. Abdullah had that game-winning touchdown against McNeese State. It was great, but it was not great because it was against McNeese State, and it took you to the last 20 seconds to overcome them. But those were some of the best football memories I where was I was gonna, present I, at the game. I was going to say, it needed a, a late touchdown to beat McNeese State? <laughs> yeah, it was a no, sick play by Amir mean. Abdullah, but, yeah, it was it was disgusting <laughs> because it took that long, so... <laughs> <laughs> I like, I will just say though, having now having covered San Jose State since they moved to the Mountain West, calling games. Tim Miles is my favorite uh, production meeting oh, coach great. interview of of all time. Dude, dude is a treasure. Was at Nebraska, head coach there when uh, when Danny was a student at uh, the University of Nebraska. Yeah. So awesome anyway, that's that's sure. all I will say on Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska Paul Huskers are up by nine right now at the half again. Uh, it's right now uh, Nebraska minus three and a half for the game. One thirty seven and a half is the total for those full game numbers uh, later on this hour. We'll have a couple of college hoops games to preview as well. Two games that start at the 6 p.m. Eastern hour, a couple of NBA games that start as well at the 6 p.m. Eastern hour. So we'll get you all caught up on those. The leaders are about to tee off at Pebble Beach. Uh, Jeff, talk about a frustrating tournament to handicap and bet this week with the horrific weather, the amateurs clogging up the field. Congrats to Aaron Rodgers, by the way, winner of the pro-am there. Uh, and the weather delays have made this tough for me. I've, I've not sniffed the leaderboard here. I have one matchup live going into today, uh, but trail by two strokes here with one Matthew Neesmith. So it's not been not been a uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am to remember, but Justin Rose is plus 200 right now live. He tees off in about 10 minutes. One shot lead over Peter Malnati and Kurt Kitayama. Is that a final round, Ben, that will bleed into tomorrow? Yes, they are expected to play the front nine. At least the leaders are expected to play the front nine today. No amateurs playing in round four. Then we're going to get a Monday finish. So I'm sure she, CBS is thrilled that uh, they basically spent an hour showing driving range footage today. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Love driving range footage. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I Come mean, on. the ESPN Plus feed had to show uh, shots of Bill Murray yesterday just shanking balls into the ocean. So, you well, know, that, that, that's great some, content, though, Ben. It, it was great. <laughs> you know, at least there was some entertainment to go along. Uh, my, 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 my favorite matchup, but well, one of them was Ben Griffin, who basically pulled a Jeff Parles and hit two balls OB on 18 Thursday. Ended up with a 10. Very and, uh, good. Very good. Proud me. of that. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that I, knew, I knew I was not destined to have a great week at Pebble when that happened. So, I've got Matthew Neesmith, my last hope there, at least in a matchup. All right, when we come back, we'll go back to the college basketball hardwood. We'll get our previews on the two games that come up at the 6 p.m. Eastern hour. That's coming up next. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The big game means big plans for VEASAN. VEASAN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews. Plus, our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VEASAN's coverage, so huddle up and watch Follow the Money, the Lombardi Line, VEASAN Final Countdown, and VEASAN Primetime. All live from Radio Row starting tomorrow. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to VEASAN.com. That is VSIN.com. I'll be hosting the Lombardi line tomorrow and Tuesday. Mike Pritchard will be down at Radio Row. I'll be holding the fort uh, here in Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. I'm Ben Wilson, Danny Burke from Chicago, Jeff Parles at our South Point Studios in Las Vegas. We're underway, guys. Second half of, for a Nebraska ball, 41-30. Huskers on top a minute into the second half. So we'll monitor that down the stretch. Nebraska now laying six and a half live up to as high as 140 and a half live right now at BetMGM. Our very own Jeremy Wegel, one of our technical directors, is sweating Cavaliers first quarter. Minus one. So got to love uh, J Jeremy getting some Sunday action here. Uh, Cavs 27, Pacers 23. Final 90 seconds of the first quarter there. Cavs laying four and a half live to 26 and a half uh, is your live total. Uh, so that that's where we we stand uh, right now. Uh, I want it. We're going to get uh, Jeff some Jeff's uh, Super Bowl picks a little bit later here because Danny sure. and I had our original conversations earlier on. But for now, uh, we have a couple of games, both in college basketball and NBA that start at the 6 p.m. Eastern hour. Uh, Jeff, you you know when we looked at the schedule today and and you saw that Cal was playing, uh, I know you know I was that very I got excited, really, really excited. Very excited. Very excited. <laughs> one, of the, one of the worst teams in Power Five basketball, the Cal Golden Bears, and not look not a surprise, Jeff. The market is moving against Cal. They've won three games all season. Uh, frankly, I'm surprised they've won that many. A team that looked completely destitute and inept to start this the season, likely the last for Mark Fox. All signs are that uh, he will. Uh, he will be let go at the end of the season for Cal taking on Utah, a, a team under Craig Smith, second year head coach, who's done a pretty nice turnaround job coming over from Utah state. Utes right now laying though, 
I mean, this opens 17. It's up to 17 and a half or 18, depending on the book you look at. And that's with a low total, 127 and a half. <laughs> Jeff, the first game between the two teams was I uh, was played at a, at a comical 60 possession pace uh, with Cal, I believe, scoring 43 points in Berkeley. Is is there any way, given how how drastic the market has moved against Cal, that you could possibly bet this outside of maybe an under? I hear pregame. Well, I bet Cal in the first matchup, and it was a great bet, Ben. That's all I'll tell you on that. That was was a great (laughs) one. Uh, Getting 10 and had no chance whatsoever. There's nothing you can do here unless, unless if we get a really quick opening few minutes and this total gets into the the mid-130s, that would be the one thing I would consider looking at here. But pre-flop-wise, look, I know that 10 to 1 is staring Danny Burke right in the face. Outright, right? Yeah. Right, I'll outright on Cal, but can't do anything here. Cal's terrible, and like, look, I don't love Utah. I think they're okay, but look, I mean, this was a team that really was in bad shape uh, when Smith took over, and now they're probably one year away from being back in the NCAA tournament again. I know Danny's thinking long nothing. and hard about that. Yeah, yeah Danny is nothing. Danny is nothing. <laughs> yeah, Danny's I've got like, let's move back game. to Nebraska, Paul. Just... I was just going to echo what Jeff said. I mean, the only thing I'm going to go for is if you get a shorter price on Utah here, I, there's no way I'm going to lay 17 in the hook. I don't care how terrible Cal's been. Utah hasn't been anything spectacular, so no chance. I'm going to lay that high of a spread with Utah. We'll see if they get some early scoring, like Jeff said, but from the side of Cal, and then we get an adjusted number with the Utes. But otherwise, not making my radar necessarily, Ben. Not making the radar. Okay. I, yeah, I would only look uh, under based on the market. Uh, this open and it's actually taken some money to the over interestingly from 127 to 127 and a half but you've got the fourth best defensive team uh, in the effective field goal percentage category for Utah against a Cal team that is woeful 341 in the country out of what 357 D1 teams Jeff uh, in, in effective field goal percentage so that's the only way I would look on, on that game uh, coming up here at the top of the hour 6 p.m. Eastern for Cal and Utah Utah won 5843 I'm I, that, I hope that's that's the only time you've bet on Cal this year, right, Jeff? You haven't. Uh, that, that's. I hope that's the only time. Uh, no, I've had Cal. I, I had Cal. Cal covering against someone that was great. I forget who it was. One of the close games where they're getting a ton of points and they stayed in the game. Uh, oh, was they, the Colorado game, perhaps. It was a Stanford. It was the Stanford game, and I had them getting a ton against Arizona, and they lost, they lost by thirteen. But yeah, they're bad. They're really bad. You know what the funny thing is? Just looking at Ken Palm. They are squeezed right in between SEMO and Northern Illinois. Just kind of shows what type of year they're having. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's the best way you can uh, you can phrase it for the. Yeah, it's been a sad state of affairs there uh, in in the Pac-12 for the Cal Golden Bears. So that's game number one of two. We touched on this a little bit earlier in the show, but let's rehash it now. Houston and Temple, and the market continues to go to the Temple Owls rematch. Uh, rematch, Jeff of couple Sundays ago and Temple went down at the Fertitta Center, beat Houston outright by one as a ginormous underdog. The game is now as low as 10, opened 11 and a half. I'm a little concerned with how much public support appears to be behind the Temple Owls thinking, all right, team, it's won three straight games, one against Houston, two in overtime, a back-to-back. It's, it's, not a, it's not a spot I'd be looking to back Temple, that's for sure. I could easily see this being the bounce back for Houston. But at the same time, I mean, Cougars, Jeff, uh, we were really high on them to start the year. It's been a, it's been a tough uh, what three weeks really for the Cougars. Even if they've been winning games, they have not looked all that convincing in the stretch. Yeah, this is a look. look they've kind of been in the scenario where the concerns are popping up. Their offense just hasn't played particularly well over these last few ga- few. Uh, I would say probably two weeks. They really, again, that two lane game. They really pounded two lane, and then after that, they haven't been the same team for whatever reason. But look, they're. They, Teams aren't perfect in college basketball. We know this, and every team's going to have a lull, and Houston's in the middle of their lull, and I just wonder, I'm not touching this game, but I just wonder if this is the game where Houston comes out and just takes out their anger from Temple beating them two weeks ago. So I'm staying out of it. This also feels like a total that's probably too high at 131. Last time these teams played, it was 111. So if anything to the under, but I'm going to stay out of this because I would be concerned that Houston has a big day and that this is – one of those public dogs that goes uh, up in flames pretty quickly. Yeah. Danny is Aaron McKee's uh, temple owls. Have they, have they done enough to, uh, to attract you onto that dog side today? 
<laughs> they have not. You guys nailed it. Public Dogs has that sentiment. And if you look at Haslam metrics, Eric Haslam hops on Live Bet Saturday a lot, does tremendous work looking at a lot of the different stats and metrics to evaluate these teams. He's got Temple at 146 in offensive efficiency. I, there's just no way they're going to keep up offensively. And we know Houston can kill you on both sides of the ball. So uh, Houston would be the only way I would go. But you guys know me. Don't care for laying a big number pre-flop. But it would be Houston or no dice. And the thing, too, like, Jeff, I know you asked the question earlier. Is this maybe a, just a sneaky good matchup for Temple? Maybe. I don't know how it can be. I mean, it's a Temple offense that's been terrible protecting the ball. They turn it over on over 20% of their offensive possessions, and you get a top-10 defense across the board in, in Houston now that you're facing. So I'm much more inclined to believe that was a one-off from what we just saw a couple Sundays ago. Uh, that was, uh, that was yeah, these 20 seconds. So two Sundays ago that they met at the Fertitta Center, 56-55 win for Temple in the game. I'm also surprised to see so much, uh, yeah, so much movement to the, uh, the over here from 130 and a half, now as high as 131 and a half at a couple of books, 131 and a half right now uh, at DraftKings. So it only looked to, to Houston and, uh, and the under right there. Uh, Danny, it is, it is a game though now. Nebraska's starting to slip a little bit. Six point lead for the Huskers, but they are going to the free throw line. 45-39 is the latest update. 14-49 to go in the game. So predictably, the shooting has come mm -hmm. back to life a little bit. Still at 55% of the game. And they're essentially trying to win this game solely on the back of uh, Casey Tominaga, who's at the line now. A chance to <laughs> a chance if he makes both free throws to have scored 21 of Nebraska's would be 47 points. How about that? Yeah, the poor kid can only do so much, Ben. Uh, how about this, though? Uh, the total at 139 and a half, we're kind of creeping back toward that area where we were originally deciding if we were going to get involved with it. So if it gets to that 140, maybe hopping on. But out in my neck of the woods at BetMGM, I see Penn State catching four in the hook, plus 190 on the money line if you think Penn State can pull off the comeback. Mm. Minus 250, Jeff, for Nebraska, if you have any interest on either of those sides. I'm going to say Penn State does not score on this possession. I'm just. What's I'm just, the price? Just, throw, just throwing that out there. We're up to plus 210 outright on Penn State. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is an ugly basketball game. This is, again, an ugly performance by Penn State. Yep, there's your missed shot. There you go. Uh, but this has been a very ugly performance by Penn State in the game there where we have mentioned, again, there are only two games in the Big Ten where you really can't lose. Minnesota and Nebraska. Sorry, Danny. And right now, Penn State's well underway, taking one of those losses you just can't take in this conference. Um, the, I mean, the strategy for Penn State, I'm just watching their offensive sets, and it's why I, I it's what I they've no done all year. Man. It's basically, well, it's basically just been dribble, dribble, dribble. Let Seth Lundy jack a three, and only because he got hot from three, he was six of seven at one point uh, from beyond the arc. Has Penn State even kept this game within our, an arm's race and within, you know, within a, a shouting distance here, but Tominaga has just been lights out. He gets another three Nebraska back up by 10. So I am, I am content to sit this one out as we sit 49, 39, Nebraska, 13, 40 to go and a loss for this. You can probably say sayonara to any Penn state at large hopes of making the NCAA tournament there right now. in Joe Lenardi's next four out, as Jeff said, a loss to a, a out a bottom, uh, bottom two team in the conference outside the top hundred in Ken Palm in Nebraska. That probably closes the door. For Penn State this year. All right, when we come back, some NBA previews to get to two games kickoff in about 20 minutes. Shout out to Jeremy Wangle. He's got a winner with Cavs minus one first quarter. We'll update you on that game when we come back to Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Bet Sunday on v the Sports Betting Network. Bet MGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with Bet MGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at Bet MGM, you can earn Bet MGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new Bet MGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your Bet MGM points into MGM Rewards points. That you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up to BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we shift to the NBA hardwood, I was informed at the break, uh, gentlemen, that our guy Jeremy Wengel won his Cavaliers minus one first quarter bet only because TJ McConnell for Indiana, a 90 plus percent free throw shooter, got fouled down by two with five seconds left in the first quarter and missed both free throws. So, wow. (laughs) Nice win. Living right, Wengel. The Cavs first quarter today. Apparently, Jeremy called it a BS foul. So I guess ball ball don't lie. But, you know, he might he might have been a little bit. uh, Slanted one way or the other. Uh, 36 35 Cavs right now over the Pacers in a tight game. Danny, we have not had a chance really to uh, to get in game because it's, it's basically paced out pretty much uh, on, on par to what you would expect. The only thing is, it's like, total wise, it's now down to 216 and a half live. Cavs delaying three and a half uh, in the game so far. So it, it has been a, a, a scratchy shooting performance to this point. You have uh, the Cavs have been brutal from, from beyond the arc, just four of 14 Indiana is only two of nine from three point range. Each team under uh, 47% from the field shooting. That's the only way I'd look, but uh, the, the, the game state has been playing pretty tight, at least to this point, Cavs pretty much on that original number from the side perspective. They're now laying three and a half. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's really been on par. So we haven't had that much of an opportunity to get a better number than what we saw pre-flop. But I, I will say, I mean, money line wise, minus 160 is not the worst thing if you feel so inclined to get involved on the side of Cleveland. But again, realistically, you're going to get an opportunity for a better price on the Cavs, considering this has been a back and forth affair and it hasn't been anybody jumping out to a big lead. So uh, have a little patience here if you're in my line of thinking and waiting to get on Cleveland in some capacity. And I know you talked about the total as well, and I'm sure it'll come again. It's a game of runs. It's almost inevitable that you're going to find those opportunities. You may have to do it really quickly, but I think we'll get it here with Cleveland at some point. I'm hoping it does come sooner rather than later, because the longer it goes, well, then the less of a chance you have because the better team, which I I think Cleveland may be able to consistently extend that lead, right? So uh, hopefully Indiana can get a little bit of a spurt here. That good angle to look at Cavs by one right now, 655 to go in the first half, Uh, 36, 35, your score there. Uh, As far as the two games coming up that tip off in about 15 minutes, we go to New York at the garden, Philadelphia taking on the Knicks 76ers uh, right now. I've actually seen the market go against them. It's interesting, Jeff, because Joel Embiid has continued to be listed as questionable basically every game the the past couple of weeks, but he's been upgraded to probable. He is in the starting lineup. Sixers 13 and three straight up in the year 2023. Uh, Set nine and seven, those numbers against the spread. Uh, What do you make of of the market going to the Knicks though from five and a half now down to four or four and a half, even though it's the second game of a back-to-back here for New York? Yeah, it always feels like Embiid always plays awesome at MSG. It 
before last year had been a while since the Sixers had actually lost to the Knicks. So I look, I would only I would only come in on Philadelphia. You can still get some fours out there, lay the four if you're gonna do it. I, I'm again I don't bet a lot of NBA, but I am this is usually a, a pretty nice bet though, with Joel Embiid in MSG against the Knicks. Uh thirty two and a half is a big number of points. We know that, but I would go over with that. Expect a big game for Embiid. Mm. So uh, I'm okay with going over a pretty monster number of 32 and a half for Joel. Danny, how would you uh, attack this one? Don't really like anything too much in this game. Maybe lean a little bit toward New York with the points, but Philly's good enough offensively to extend this lead to where, again, it sounds like I'm beating the dead horse, but you could get a better number with the Knicks in this game. I don't hate Jeff's angle with Embiid. You could apply that to a lot of guys, a lot of these stars, and Embiid certainly loves to get the crowd, uh, you know, uh, jeering at him. So uh, I think that would probably be an appropriate spot to look at as well. But yeah, you know, the Knicks playing a little bit better at home. They can kind of surprise you late in these games. And look, I haven't watched too much Philadelphia basketball, not going to lie, but I've caught some Knicks games. And obviously when Brunson's on his game, this team can compete with a lot of these squads, not saying they're going to overcome and get the outright dub, but catching about four in the hook when the market has moved their way, tad bit tempting to look toward New York in this spot, Ben. Yeah, I'm I'm only looking uh, total wise here. I, I'm a little surprised to see so much money come to the under. It opened 227. DraftKings is all the way down to 225 right now. So some big bets coming in late on the game to the under. Most most shops right now 226 or 226 and a half is the number right now at BetMGM. But for as good as Philadelphia has been, guys, they, they really have struggled with uh, with defensive rating. They were at the top of the league in in net defensive rating. Uh, at, at the start of the new year, but they're actually down to ninth now on the season. Uh, and as a result, you've had Philadelphia playing in a lot of these, you know, we'll score, or, you know, you score 125, we'll score 130 type games, 12 and four to the over their last 16. So it's a team that stopped playing a, a lot of elite defense, but the efficiency numbers have been there on the offensive side. Uh, and without Mitchell Robinson in the lineup for the Knicks, he misses his eighth straight game. It's been a big drop off from he to, you know, Isaiah Hartenstein from, uh, you know, from a from an overall defensive standpoint, just doesn't have the same sort of rim protection there for the Knicks, and so the Knicks now have gone from uh, 11th to 16th in adjusted net rating since that injury to Robinson. So, uh, Jeff, it kind of leans into what you're thinking. If it's a big Embiid game, have to think it's a faster pace. I, I do like over here, especially with that number starting to fall. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. And uh, look, it's no. it, the Knicks have been weird. I mean, Brunson's been awesome. I know Randall made the All Star team again, but it just They'll find a way to blow this game today. It, it really does feel like something <laughs> like that would happen. By the way, I know we're not supposed to mention the Pro Bowl here, but Kirk Cousins and, Der and the Derek Carr sequence of this flag football game is going exactly how you would have expected it to. Oh, Carr no. has been completely inaccurate, and Cousins on fourth and goal nearly just threw a pick six to a rushing the passer, Tyreek Hill. Wait, can, can you – What? Can you repeat what you just said? I don't even have the game on in any of our screens. Yes, Tyree, uh, Kill, Tyree, at, at Kill was, Tyree Kill is the pass rusher, and Kirk Cousins threw a pass that Tyree Kill nearly intercepted as the defensive tackle. Oh. So on brand, very on brand. Ortega's loving it behind the glass. Hey, two-way football. I'm here for it. I like it. Derek Carr also took <laughs> a sack football. as well. Oh, he is, did take his out. What yeah, a start. That was, that was earlier in the, in the, the thing. Wait, so, really? Yeah, so th it's – it's not, not not a great quarter of uh, football here in uh, Las Vegas. It sounds, I mean, it really does sound like it's living up to the billing, I, I got to say, uh, so far uh, so far with the Pro Bowl. Uh, Danny, the other game that tips off, uh, it just passed the 6 p.m. Eastern hour, we're about 10 minutes away from tip-off in Memphis. Uh, somewhat of a surprise to see John Morant ruled out for this game. Market open, Grizzlies laying four and a half, so it's a shorthanded uh, Grizzlies team, they're already without Dylan Brooks tonight, serving a one-game suspension from the, uh, we'll call it the incident, <laughs> on, uh, uh, like with, with the Cavalier game against with Donovan Mitchell. And, and so Memphis has been in this weird skid, 2-7 and seven against the number of the last nine games, only 1-5 without Steven Adams since his injury over the past six. So you're without Adams, you're without Brooks with a suspension. Morant sitting out the game with a wrist injury. Grizzlies are still favored, but it's down to one or one and a half just ahead of tip off there at the FedEx Forum in Memphis. Is any any uh, any edges still to be found here now with all these injuries for the Grizz? 
You know, it could be a spot where you take advantage of the lower number with Memphis. And I say that just because Toronto's not a team that I'd be willing to invest in. You talk about infuriating squads, and this is certainly one of them. They've been really frustrating on the offensive side. They've been brutal to see when they're trying to go in the half-court set. And in transition is where they thrive. At cleaning the glass, they got the number one transition offense. But if Memphis can limit that, I think they can take advantage in the half-court set. And again, Toronto... When they get slowed down, that's when they're kind of just unknowing of what to do on that offensive side of the ball. And this gives a lot of the guys in Memphis an opportunity to step up who may not see as many minutes to feature themselves against a somewhat inferior team, definitely an inferior team, you would argue, with the Toronto Raptors. So I don't hate the idea if you told me you jumped in on Memphis. I'm I'm going to wait a little bit to see what they look like without Brooks and John Moran, because obviously those are two crucial pieces. But if it looks like they're still in sync out there, I think we could be looking at a good spot still for Memphis. By the way, ben, ben, yeah, I'm not one, one especially these, mil, you know, these middle of the year stretches, Jeff, when you have a really good teams, just for lack of a better term. I mean, just in, in uh, you know, in, in a total struggle, especially with the limited options, it's not one I'd want to want to jump on the Memphis side. No, I don't want anything. I will say this. I wonder how much of John Moran being ruled out tonight has to do with the story that popped at the athletic about an hour ago where there was a report that associates of John Morant verbally accosted Pacers personnel uh, at a game on January 29th. And then as the Pacers bus was leaving, someone trained a, led, a red laser on Pacers personnel with an, with an SUV that Morant and his confidants wow. were in. So I wonder if how much of that has to do with Morant sitting tonight. That is, that is really a wild story. Okay, well. No way I want anything to do with the game, uh, even before you said that, Jeff. Definitely not after now. All right, another hour of Live Bet Sunday. We'll whip things around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.